Hi, welcome back to Williams Up This Podcast. I'm your host, Lara Ziobro, joined this week by Jenny Berg. Jenny and I go way back to middle school, right? Um, maybe. I believe. Yeah. I think it was middle school. Um, anyway, a long time back to Alabama. Uh, and Jenny is a longtime watcher of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Um, Jenny, you'll have to tell everybody who your favorite Bachelor and Bachelorette has been over this, the last several seasons or over the years, whatever you've watched. Um, I, I probably really um, was the most invested when, when Nick came on um, Caitlin's episode or came in later in the season on mm-hmm. Caitlin's episode because I think that was probably the most um, shocking thing that had happened. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from when, um, oh, his name escapes me, but uh, when Molly um, was... Oh, with Jason Mesnick? Yes, um, when she was, I guess, picked, but then, like, he changed his mind. Um, yeah, that so, was... I, I don't know why, but um, I guess he's the one that people love to hate, and I'm, I'm right there with them loving to hate him, but I don't really dislike him. And then yeah. um, I... I liked Becca's season, Becca Cuffrin's season, but I didn't, um, I just liked her as the bachelorette. I didn't necessarily enjoy her, um, her guys as much. And then of course, um, yeah. Hannah from Alabama, you know, you got to root for your yes. girl. And, um, <laughs> yeah. So those were some of the ones that I enjoyed the most. Yeah. Any, ba- did you like Nick as a lead? Like what are your favorite bachelor leads? I, I do think he did well as a lead. Yeah. And, um, let's see as a lead gosh um of course there's always been he was a nice lead Mm -hmm. nice to look at nice to listen to and then um i'm trying to to think back um over the years that uh i feel like i've watched the bachelorette more recently than i have the bachelor in quarantine i feel like i've rewatched the bachelorette more some of the seasons in reruns than I have The Bachelor. I always feel like The Bachelor leads after their seasons, I kind of am over them a lot of the times. So it's not like I turn around and then I have a time. I I do still like Ben um, and I like Nick. Those are good examples. But some of the other seasons, like whenever Ari pops up in my feed, I'm just like, Ari. Or like Colton, I'm just like, eh. So I just don't have the same... Yeah, the older ones or the prior seasons, I'm more mm-hmm. invested in them than some of these more recent, recent. Bas- bachelors. But maybe it's because I'm older now, and so my age. That's gap, fair. I'm just. Like, That's mm-hmm. fair. I don't relate to them. Hmm. Yeah, same, mm-hmm. same. Their antics are a little bit more like, uh, like Pilot Pete. I'm like, grow up, you know. <laughs> Speaking of and Caitlin, they. We start this episode where she's asking Caitlin about how Nick came in on her season. Yes. After yes. the premiere, um, much like mm-hmm. Nick has done on this season. And so Caitlin's sort of advising her about her experience with that and the guys that were already in the house. And it sort of sets the tone for yes. the whole episode. Um that it's not going to go as well as so maybe well. Katie hopes. Yeah, I, 
I think she's been really thinking through all of, I mean, not that she hasn't thought about the guys, but I think she's, which makes sense. Like she's the lead. She has to prioritize what she thinks she needs for her. So I think she's like, you know, they're not going to love it, but I really feel like I need to do it. Um, I was glad they had that conversation with the two of them though, because I put that like thought together about the, you know, the, the similarity there. And I was like, if they don't acknowledge that, I'm going to be very disappointed. So I was happy to see that happen. Yeah. I thought that was an important connection, especially because we just had Nick on a few episodes ago. Right. Yeah. So it was, I think nice to, you know, kind of tie that all together a bit, um, before she decides to bring him on in the house. <laughs> what do you, what do you think about Blake? I am not a fan of Blake. I'm not, um, He's not attractive. To, I don't think he's cute. Um, he's not my type, but, you know, there's a type out there for everyone. And um, I'm never a, um, this, um, coming back and professing that you, like, he, he professed his love to Claire, he professed his love for Tasia, and now he's saying there will be an engagement at the end. That seems a bit um, insincere to me. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, maybe he just really is a hopeless romantic. Maybe maybe that's his his shtick. He's just got a lot of love to give. I don't know. <laughs> he, or yeah. it, it feels to me like he has an agenda. But at the end of it, they all kind of have an agenda. Um, mm-hmm. And so I can, get, I can look past that. But um, if I were the bachelor, I would be wary of it. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So I do give her her kudos um, because, and, and we can talk about it later. She she does go ahead and go on a date with him to to feel that out. Um, but before she does that, she she introduces him to the guys, or he introduces him himself to the guys in what was a very blunt and awkward way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But that's very, that's very par for the course for Blake, because I just feel like he is not, like, he doesn't apologize for anything. He is who he is. I wish I could remember some of the things that he did on Clay, on um, Claire and Tasha's seasons, because there was some, something that happened, I forget what it was, that made me really, like, look at him differently, and I don't remember the reasoning. I just remember the end result, because I'm just like, when I see him, I just cringe. And I think some of it is just he's, like, he, like, oozes this, like, I'm comfortable with my sexuality and, like, I'm pushing it too hard vibe to him. I don't know. He just, like, and, and, like, he talks about that a little bit with her in this episode. And I don't know. He just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. He looks like the brawny guy to me, but. Um, yes. Oh, he does. There's too much, too much cheek. going on. <laughs> it's a lot. If you go on his Instagram and it, he has it shaved down, it's all weird. Um, but really? yeah, he's like the brown guy, he's very outdoorsy and, um, he's, he is very in, uh, he, he does lean into that, um, very forward nature and mm-hmm. like, that's, that's great on some people, but it does rub others the wrong way. And you have to be really, um, charismatic in how you approach people when you are that forward and um you can't necessarily just come in a a room and start cursing and and just bluntly saying well this is awkward Mm -hmm. you've made it awkward um some some graciousness and manners might smooth that over so far yeah (laughs) and um 
like just acknowledge that you've you've cut in line um, but he doesn't and so maybe some humility on his part would go a long way but he doesn't not in not in his nature uh-uh no but i guess <laughs> when you deal with wild animals you can't really be humble so no it might be just part of it yeah just part of who he is <laughs> Um, I don't know. On a side note, I have a, a side note. They, they do a flashback to when Katie, uh, Tasia is talking to Katie, and she says, well, somebody's here, and they want to see it. And she goes, Tasia's the last person that I would expect. And I thought, well, she's the co-host. Why is she the last person you would expect? She is, she is one of the only people that's allowed to be, like, they're really <laughs> no. limiting who is on the show right now with this bubble going on. So, like, you should talk it, it makes her. sense. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna they're gonna use those two for all they can do to fuel this. So like the fact that I mean, I'm glad they tied together the whole Caitlyn and Nick connection. But let's be real, they planned that all out. They knew yeah. that oh, Caitlyn is gonna be there. We're gonna bring someone from her past who conveniently dated Tasha. None of this is all coincidence. None of this is coincidence. Just like the fact that it's not coincidence at all that Blake was not there on night one. No, and he not had at all. To, they had to know he was there. It's it's possible that he was delayed because he had to be in quarantine for X number of days. And because he's from Canada, like we all like got to remember that fact. So like there's the fact that he's crossing the border. So like maybe that was a delay. Yeah. But I think they I mean, obviously, they love being able to bring someone in like this. This is yeah. like their new their new twist tactic, you know? Yeah, this is the third uh, season in a row because they did it on. Matt, yeah, then with Heather, and they did it on the tape. They got to find something new, yeah. I'm gonna take a sip, yeah. It's not, it's no longer the uh, the new, the new twist, like it's Mm -hmm. kind of old at this point. So, but you know, they love a good trope. This is their new trope, let's trot someone in. So, in comes Blake, and of course, the guys are like not feeling it. Um, I like that Michael A is like, you know, well, why are you here halfway through the, the, the show, basically. Um, and then they, and then they call him out on the third, the fact that it's the third bachelorette or that they have that conversation and he's like, but there's no one quite like Katie. And I always love it when they make comments like that, because it's like, there are so many women in America. You do not have to come back onto national TV to meet someone. There are people, believe it or not, just living all around you. Who knew? (laughs) It's just new. It's just, you know, I mean, I, I just feel like anybody like that who comes on all of these shows, like, multiple times is seeking something different. And I think the more they come on, I mean, and I say this loving Nick Vial, who came on so many seasons, but whatever. I'm, I, I'll let it slide for Nick. But for the most part, I feel like these people are seeking something beyond actually dating somebody. I just, I don't, yeah. If don't you're mind. going to take my time for multiple seasons... Make it worth my time. That's fine. If yeah. If you have the agenda of being a, um, a a multimedia star, either an influencer or a media personality, that's fine by me. I don't mind um, you stepping into that role. Tasia's done it. Caitlin's done it. Uh, many people have done it. That's fine. Use this as your stepping stone. But be likable. Nick mm-hmm. is likable. Um, Caitlin's likable. Tasia's likable. Um, and a lot of people have tried to, and they're not likable, and so it hasn't worked for them. And 
Um, and so it's just, it's very awkward when they come back and they're not um, as as fun to watch. But yeah. maybe he'll grow on us because in the past people have grown on us and... In, in, yeah, I don't know. Here's hoping. I do I do remember, though, I have to call out the fact that when Nick was on Caitlyn's season, he had a very bla- a similar approach to Blake in that he came in late. He said similarly, I don't care if you guys aren't into me. Like, I'm not here to be your – I'm not here to bro it up. I'm here for her. And I kind of get that vibe from the way Blake presented it as well. Um, and so, like, that's what – like, Nick – I liked Nick. But he definitely was never liked by the other people in the house, you know? Yeah. So I feel like that's probably going to continue to be Blake's Blake's lot in this season is that he's just going to be the outsider guy who Katie seems to, because like the promos and everything, like I just get the feeling he's going to be here for a long time. Um, we were talking a little bit about last week that I feel like the fact that they've had some like exchanges and they kind of know each other. Like, puts yeah. him already, like, at a different level than the other guys in the house. And the fact that they go on this date and it doesn't completely fall apart. Like, I know we'll talk about it in a second. But, like, that, to me, says that he's, like, easily top five, top four, top five, if not beyond that, immediately. Just because they have that connection coming in. And I think that's just the way it works in general. Because, like, the other people in the house, she doesn't even... She's probably talked to them for like a total of 10 minutes, most of the guys. So the yeah. fact that they've actually had like a real world exchange where there's not, you know, a production schedule pushing you through, like puts you in a different bucket. So I thought it was um, funny that um, you talk about the, that she had DMs with him, that they had, they had contact before. So yeah. and Caitlin, they had been yep. communicating via DMs and I thought, well, that, parallel is really interesting we'll see how this plays out if it's um just yeah. repeating itself would be interesting to see um but in and then courtney when katie comes in he calls them out on that and he asks have you guys been in contact before taping and she says oh she kind of glosses over it and she says yeah well we kind of we i don't really know him that well but mm-hmm. i have to follow my heart and see where this goes and cut to the chase and, and then they she ends up having the one-on-one with him right away but um it's a very awkward scene and um she makes it a little more awkward because she's like it's this awkward um I'm not sure what any of them expected I think maybe because I'm like this old lady now that I'm I'm just like everything you do in your 20s is awkward and it's always going to be awkward <laughs> when you um have these kind of dating interactions you're dating all these guys and you have them in the same room i don't know why any yes. of you think this not expect anything yeah it's otherwise awkward um but um they go on this one-on-one date and you know he's yes a, he's a wildlife manager yes but he's afraid of horses how <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'd forgotten that at this point. Um, but he, you know, of course I was laughing because they always, like, they always, whatever you put on there, like, the people, if they really have a legit fear, they should never write it on there. Like, if they ask, like, make up a fear. Be like, oh, I'm afraid of crowds. I don't know. Make up something. And then all of a sudden, like, they would put, and they'd be like, oh, I'm fine with this. You know, I, I just, I would never tell them. I'm afraid it's like taking a nap uninterrupted. 
right? (laughs) That's my worst, that's my worst nightmare. (laughs) Having the day off of work. (laughs) Well, and he was, he was saying like, oh, I'm so afraid, but he looked, he looked like he was totally fine. So I don't know. Like he said that fear and I was like, oh, like again, we're playing into the fear. But then when he, his reaction, like usually they at least have like a moment of fear. You can see it on their face. And I was like, I don't kind of buy it. I don't know. Hannah from have looked truly terrified when she had to jump out of that um, sky lift with Garrett. Yes, yes. So to me, like riding a horse, I didn't grow up riding horses, but it wouldn't necessarily terrify me. And he's a wildlife um, man. He had to have ridden on things that are scarier than a horse. He looked perfectly at home, I thought. So so too. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he did feed them an untrue line on that. But perhaps maybe he maybe he followed your advice and gave them gave them a fake answer. And people are going to people are going to start doing that. They got to like got to got to wisen up. These people it's like do they not watch the show if they actually give a real answer? Well, he like, he had like he's familiar with it. So maybe Yeah, of course he's familiar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe he knew. To be like, let's just do something tame. But they are yeah, right to what is there. Yeah, there's not a lot of... I mean, there's, they, they've gotten a few things where they've gotten creative. But, like, they are just kind of hanging around a resort. They aren't doing yeah. as much. I mean, I'm always curious to see. I feel like each of the quarantine seasons, I feel like they kind of, like, get a little bit better about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and manage to be a little more creative. I think that last season for Matt, I just think it was a bigger like a cool space I don't know they were just able to do some different things there I thought Claire and Tasha's season was just kind of like we're in a conference room you know so uh, (laughs) I'm just curious yeah I also Mm -hmm. I mean they also like to you know go cheap on the bachelorettes versus the bachelor so Mm -hmm. I'm curious to see like will this be elevated this season will they find better things as the season goes on or will it continue to be we're gonna go cheap on the bachelorette so I don't know I hope not but then with, I know. with doing two, that budget is yeah. split. That was the question. Was It was like, are they splitting that original budget or are they getting additional budget for the additional show? I don't know. I haven't seen anything that really has said. If they're splitting it across the two shows, then, yeah, we're going to start to see those corners cut. <laughs> but, yeah, but I don't know. The talent that they have may be less expensive, but then the costs for... Um, quarantine measures may be more expensive as well, so it would be interesting to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't Maybe know. they'll cut costs on the bachelor side. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. be interesting to see. I don't know. This date, I mean, I just felt like, you know, they have the conversation. Um, what was I going to say? They have the conversation where he talks to her. And I was curious about the disclaimer because they kept showing, like, the per- they were saying, like, the parental discretion is advice, which I don't think they did, unless I'm mistaken. I don't think they did for the initial conversation she had with the guys where she told her experience. I don't um, with recall the- that either. So I kept, like, tweeting because I, w- I was being, like, a little snarky because they kept saying parental advice- discretion is advice. And I was like, I really hope this is warranted. It's just weird because they've never done that for the show that I could recall in general. And I definitely didn't remember it from this earlier this season. 
so I thought, man, they must really be gonna hurt one of the guys in this group date. Is what I thought was gonna happen. I mean, they did they did hurt someone, but I thought like I mean they've had the they've had it before where they brought out the ambulance and people have gotten hurt, but like they've never had this warning. So I was like, what is gonna happen? And it was for this date with Blake where he asked her again about like. You know, he says he's very sex positive and that he loves that she is and like ask a little bit of like her background, which I kind of like part of me wondered, like they had to have fed him, like fed her, like fed him to say that, fed him that line, because it just seemed like too much of a like coincidence that he would be filling in the gap for something that was very important that he missed. And I think they were just trying to catch him up. And I mean, I thought it was a good conversation for them to have. And, you know, I think... I did, I did like him better, better yeah. in that moment because I thought he was well-spoken and receptive to her. And, like, we've mostly seen him in this sort of, I don't know, like, he just kind of has this aggressive vibe to him. So, like, it made him feel a little bit more like a person <laughs> for a moment. Um, you know, and she told him, basically, I mean, it almost felt like the same words as she had used with the guys the last time when she explained about you know, the situation with the guy where there wasn't consent and, like, you know, her approach um, to try to force this relationship with this guy and how it kind of changed her. Um, She had to come around to being, like, the person she became and kind of becoming comfortable with all of that. Um, It it felt like very much the same conversation, but obviously she was having it with Blake, and I think it was important that they had it, but it was just interesting to have it come back up again. I don't recall it being... I watched it on replay because... I didn't get to watch it live either time. Did you watch it live for that other episode? I did. And they didn't, I don't, they aired, they, um, both of them, they aired sort of the clip following where they gave the, the number for rain for people yeah. to call for support, which I thought was important, but they did not have, like, I know I would have noticed it. Cause you know, it has that kind of like the deep voice that comes on and you're just kind of like, Whoa. You know, where it says, like, yeah. parental, you know, his advice. And hmm. they didn't do it the first time. And so I I was curious because, you know, there were people who were applauding it online, saying, you know, that they appreciated it because, you know, that way people, you know, it's kind of like a trigger warning that if, you know, people who've been through that situation, they don't want to hear the story. If it's, like, uncomfortable for them, they know to tune out. And I, th- I don't know if there were people who felt like, like, who called them out on it last time because I really Maybe. don't think they did it. Um, so I thought it was interesting that they did it because I really, that's why when the conversation came out, I was like, oh, I I really wasn't expecting this again based on the warning. So, um, but you know, I thought it was a good conversation with them and they, I mean, that's why I'm just like, he's going to stick around because I just feel like they have a good vibe between the two of them and I really like her and I just don't like him. So it's like, how can I, (laughs) how can, how, how can this good vibe be happening with someone I like and someone I'm not a fan of but like okay like I I mean ultimately I really like her and I want her to find someone she's happy with but I'm just like can it really be Blake like I don't know what does she know that we don't know like but she has this same kind of vibe well she you know really is into Greg and he has such a flat affect to me even when he's about intense subjects um like the the death of his father he's mm-hmm. pretty even keeled he even though he is emotional it's it's pretty flat yeah um, and i don't know if that's just like his personality but she's not a flat affect person and neither no. is blake so yeah. 
I wonder if it's just that dynamic chemistry between them and then that calm chemistry between, like, that, um... Yeah. Full chemistry between Greg and her, like, he's balancing her, but Blake is, um, that, that dynamic chemistry, because you can see it when they go during the day part of their date, they're, um... They're, they're but my son's least favorite part of the show. She was he never wants to watch it live. I always have to watch it like when I'm on on the bike or if I'm gonna um, get on the treadmill that I can watch it then on replay because he's always like ew because they kiss and he's like hate that. <laughs> but he does like Bachelor in Paradise because there's pretty good. There's a lot. There's there's a lot more going on in Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't um, care for the kissing part, but he likes he likes the girls. But nonetheless, they they really are attra- like kissing in that, and they seem to be really hitting it off. So. Yeah, yeah, I think they definitely have that like physical chemistry, and like it's interesting. Like to your point, like the I think Greg is out of the guys in the house the one who is most upset about Blake's entrance. He has like I'm trying to think of. And, of course, it's, like, eluding me. But he's, like, the guy on the season who takes the most, like, he takes everything most personal. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, like, amplified the season because it's, like, he's the first Rose recipient. He's the first one-on-one date. And he's just, he's very emotionally territorial with her yeah. already. And so I think he he's, like, the one who all season is going to be, like, about to lose his mind at everything. And so I just think this is going to wear on him and it's going to be, like, a thing. Because um, we already saw that this this episode a bit, and I think it's just yeah, going to be like more that quiet storm. He's like that quiet rumble. Yeah, but then when it when that storm bellows through, it's going to be big. Well, there's there's like the preview. The preview makes it look like someone is going to leave. Like part of me wonders. It's like because I do think there's a connection with him, and I have not read spoilers, so this is I all just total either. speculation. Because I hate spoilers. Um, but I, I do think he goes far, but I, I keep seeing those promos and I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Greg who's like, I can't deal him out. Like he yeah. just has that, he just has that energy to him. Um, I just don't know that he can make it the whole season. If he's already like losing his mind about this, I just don't know that he's got it in him to make it through the whole season. Yeah. But. My, my suspicion is it's either going to be him or Mike. Um, yeah. Michael. Not Mike. Michael A. A. Yeah, Mike A. Sorry, yeah. there's, there's it's a Jennifer. So I get it, but um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I feel like it probably will be either of them, and I really like Greg as a more subtle presence in the house. I I like them both with her. Um, I really like Michael A. I think he's I my favorite right now. I like him and Andrew S. The Bachelor on the next season season mm-hmm. I need him yeah if I'm fine if he goes because I'm not necessarily I don't like him for her I think that um, Michael yeah I don't think that they're a good match um, no no I think he's a bit mature for her I don't think she's immature that's not what I'm saying but I think they're on two different wavelengths as far okay. as um, like lifestyle and, and maybe goals go um, I see her as more wanting to have that media personality lifestyle, and that's fine. Like I said, she's interesting to me. I like watching her. I follow her on Instagram. I find her mm-hmm. cocktail mix is fun. I find her personality fun. All of that is fun to me, but um, I don't see his personality be matching that. 
um, yeah. the balance to that. Um, well, she just moved, and I think she moved, if I read it right, I think she moved to California. I think she did the typical, I'm on the show, I'm going to move out there. You know, a lot of them will move out there, and it's like whether they're doing it indefinitely or doing it for just a period of time following the show, but she's doing that, and I think he he's not going to want to do that with his no. kid. Like, he's you just not, and I don't blame him. You can't be that, it's, it's not that easy to be that flexible when you have a, a really young child. Um, yeah, yeah. Speaking of Michael, A. Yes. I yes. have in my notes. Michael A. is down. No, no. <laughs> we must protect him. Um, because um, if we hit pause, Hunter, they go. Um, well, Blake gets the rose on the one on one date and then. Fast forward mm -hmm. to the group date, and we have Wells and Franco Lacoste, who looks familiar <laughs> because he comes back several seasons. He was on Nick's season, as I. He's usually like photographer. the photographer. He's a producer, yeah. and so yes. he's already paid and in the bubble. Um, and I can't handle Hunter's snorting and sniffling, but um, he. Um, so I. Did, I don't know if you read. Did you read why? Yeah, he has Tourette's. And so yeah. I'm just going to have to handle it because that's on me. But, um, but I've read a lot of stuff online where people were complaining about it, saying that they felt like they edited him to make this look like an annoying thing. Yeah. And, and not being sensitive to the fact that he had this. And Katie actually was posting about it on social media, like speaking up in on his behalf because people were making comments about it and not knowing that that was the case. And so I just, I, it kind of bothers me that they likely did that knowing that when they could have easily not chosen to go that route. And they didn't need that because they had, like, I mean, I, you know, I wanted, like in the beginning, I wanted to like him more, but I feel like I just haven't loved him the past few episodes. And so like they are, have enough footage where he's saying things that are not always the best. So they didn't really need that. Yeah. Um, I feel like they, turn the volume up on that. Like you can, you can yeah. mess with audio and, and have that not be the part. I need them to not do that. Yeah. Um, but I also need him to turn the volume down on his aggression because, yes. um, then Justin turns his volume up on his aggression and he takes out Michael A and hurts him <laughs> in the group date. Just, I mean, tackles him on in basketball these dates never end great but i think they've just gotten like season over season it's just gotten more and more like turned up as far as the aggression and it's just it's not i i don't enjoy i like i enjoy these dates the least like whenever there's any physical aggression i'm always sitting here trying to take notes and it's just like a mad mob of bodies flinging around arms legs like whatever i just can <laughs> It's like, I want to, like, figure out who's doing what. I can't tell their faces. And then they start hurting each other. It's just, it's, I, I don't find it enjoyable. I find them stressful. I'm like, I'm like, what's happening that I'm missing and who's going to get hurt is what I think the whole time. I don't even, you know, 20 years ago when I was in my 20s, I didn't find that appealing. Like, what that, like, no. thing over me was never, like, a, it was never a thing for me. I didn't want to see men going at it over me because I don't like 
um, loud noises. I don't like fighting. I don't like the, the, the clashing of things. Um, while I am, I am fine with confrontation and I'm fine with uh, being assertive, I have to do that in my career. As career women, we do that all the time. We face people all the time. I don't like comp like I don't like aggression and and that kind of conflict is not necessarily like unnecessary conflict just doesn't have to happen and I feel like you can have these guys pitted against each other if you want but in a way that shows not this ne unnecessary aggression um, this primal mm -hmm. aggression you can have them do a battle of the woods you can have them do some kind of uh, like relay race or something where they're not in physical contact with each other or duking it out. Um, it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be, it can be, it can be cerebral. It doesn't have to be so physical. Wasn't it on Matt's season where they were playing like silly games in the woods or something? I like their, I think the, I think their, their version of this was very tame. And I liked that because they had, I remember they had big Ben Higgins came as like the guest yeah. for that week. And they did these like silly games, and I'm like, this I can get behind because yeah, one, I understand it's quarantine. Yeah, it's quarantine friendly. You know, it's good fun. It's just kind of silly. You know, it's kind of like slapsticky. It's totally fine. But like, I just feel like with the guys, they always want to like have them like be like raw testosterone, and I just, I don't, I don't, I don't enjoy it. And it yeah. just it. Especially you put these guys in the situation where they're all competing over a girl. Like, it just really brings it up a level. And it's just too much. And, like, they keep hurting. Like, the guys keep getting hurt. And, like, of all the guys, you're going to hurt Michael A. I mean, yeah. come on. And I didn't even think about it until she said it. But she was, like, saying that basically if he'd gotten hurt, he would have had to have left the bubble. And that would have meant he was off the show. Yeah. And she was so worried about it because she really likes him. So she's like, game over. I'm like, yes, yes, that is that is a good choice. So, um, and then of course Hunter is like, but we were winning, you know, and it's all like been out of shape because you know the the typical, you know, thing that they like to do is to say, oh, the guys, the winning team gets to go to the after party, the losers got to go home. Um, so instead, she's like, everybody gets to go to the after party, and like Hunter just can't let it go. He keeps being like, but we're like, we know we're the winners, and like he's gonna get his time with her at night because they're the winners and they deserve their time and I just he was so territorial and like like grabbing for time so much with her mm -hmm. this episode and I just it was I don't really, know it was really off-putting um to say the least um he not a fan he was very arrogant with it um yes for sure and and the other guys were just over it I think it was um James was I think his name is James. He looks like um, Country Club to me. Looks very country. Is he club. the the box guy? He's box guy. And yeah, that's uh, James. <laughs> yeah, he looks very very. And and I think he was talking to Connor. They demonstrated <laughs> to use Thomas's words, uh, Hunter. But yes. you can't edit what's not there. Um, but yeah, he he really goes out to to really make his impression on Katie. And to be fair, you, you got a lot of competition, so you really do have to, at this point in the show, you really need to start stepping it up if you want to make an impression on Katie. And um, Blake's come in now, and he's clearly a big guy that she has put in the forefront of their mind, so maybe maybe Hunter right. need to step it up. But there's ways to do that that aren't um, toxic or... Um, 
like you said, so aggressive. Um, he's just, and he just starts to be this episode. He starts being so disrespectful of the other guys. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about what happens throughout the rest of the episode, but it's just like, it goes even more in that direction. And I, he just really like digs in and just continues to push for it. And I don't know. I just, I'm always, I think I have an added layer of sensitivity that I'm always wishing for the, for the guys or the ladies that come on the show that have like kids that they've left at home yeah. to come on this show I just have like an added layer of like wanting them to put their best foot forward and to have a successful time on the show because I feel like when they do things like this and you know that it's not they're not going to end up being chosen in the end it just feels like that time away isn't really warranted and they're not getting what yeah. they really came for so it's just like just focus you came here to meet this girl like why are you being like, why are you being so nasty and shooting yourself in the foot in the process, basically? When it, he frames her as this prize to be won, like, she's mine. Um, mm-hmm. If I can't have her, I don't want, then it's not, like, listen, if you don't win the girl in the end, at least come here and grow as a person. Like, don't alienate yeah. these potential friends and opportunities. Um, this is not, like, the be-all, end-all of your life. This is not um, everything. Just relax. Take it down a notch. You can still win her heart and not be ugly to these other people in the room. Or maybe come on here and if you don't win her heart, win the heart of America and then become the next Bachelor. Right. He's not not doing either right now. No, and if I was on the show and and my son is watching, I don't want him to see me talking about other people in that way. And I honestly forgot that he had children. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't protest to know what kind of parent he is, but you can't edit what's not there. And mm-hmm. um, to his credit, the others need to take care of what they say about him because he is a parent. But um so don't paint somebody in a light when you don't really know what their intentions are. But um, right. he does take a really, he gets really aggressive and he paints her like he's going to win her. and Like nobody else can get really aggressive with it. And it's like, just, just relax. Right. Let things happen how they happen. You're in a bubble. Nobody's going anywhere. Like, right. It's like fish in a bottle. Like, come on. Or fish in a barrel. No one's going anywhere. You got really good. And she seems... She seems to really like him. So, yeah. I mean, I think ultimately other things are going to, I think, do, I, I think his overall persona at this point, I think some of that's going to filter back to her. She's, she always seems to get it eventually. So, you know, I think she will get a sense of that over time and it will come back to bite him, you know? Yeah. She has been picking up on the vibes. Those vibes. Yeah. Um, I think Andrew yeah. put it best, like, last episode with Trilight. She, she trust her. She'll figure this out. And so we have to trust her that she will figure this out. Um, I think she will. Yeah, I think she will. I don't know who let Connor B come on this date with his shirt unbuttoned, like all the way down to his navel. That was not cute. I know it wasn't down to his navel, but it felt like I just kept being like, is that wide open? Cause you know, he was like playing with that like mini guitar. Did you and I was play like, yeah, that too. I was like, what's it called? Yeah. So we have one in the house um, that I, my son and I play. And so that's the only reason. Okay. I, <laughs> I just wrote down mini, mini guitar in my notes. Um, but like he had it like strategically in a place where I was like, I can't see 
where the buttons stop. Like yeah. it was, it was very. It was an interesting look, um, for sure. And you know, it struck me as odd that she has no emotion to Michael A. telling her. Like she's kind of almost not has no emotion to Michael A. telling her about his wife's birthday being the day before. She's like, oh, that's thank you for sharing that. And then um, Connor plays her this song on the ukulele. It's a sweet song. It's really pretty. He's good at what he does. Um, and she's crying. And she's like, no, that's the sweetest thing. No one's ever done that for me. And I'm like, girl, date better guys. <laughs> no. You just had some guy telling you that you're, you're worth falling in love a second time. Like, you have had people. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just kept wondering if she felt a little like was trying to kind of present differently but felt a little overwhelmed that Maybe. they keep like like they keep having conversations about his his ex-wife like his wife. Yeah. And like that 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 has to be so hard for her because it's like I know they had that moment where it was very powerful and he was telling her everything and like that was such a powerful discussion but I think that has to be so hard that it's like she like has she had another conversation with him I'm trying to think in the interim like not a ton of like time with him directly so like the the little bit of time they get to spend together for him to bring that up I mean I think one I think it's important for him to say what he needs to say so yeah. I mean if that's if that's where he is and that's him being honest with her that's totally fine but I think it's also totally fine for her to be like that's like that has yeah. to be hard for her to be like that's that's what we're hearing about again you know but I thought, you know, that was her response. But then he has the conversation with the guys. Yeah. And I was like, I first of all, I love that moment because I don't know that I can think of any other moment with any other guys on The Bachelorette where I've seen them. Like, I don't think they all, like, I'm trying to, there were some guys in the room. I'm trying to remember who was the guy in the room. There were, there were a few guys in the room that I was like, oh, it was Hunter. I found I felt Hunter was, like, disengaged from that moment. Um but most of the other guys yeah. were, like, so absorbed in it. And, like, just watching the exchange between Michael A. and Greg. Yeah. I was like, this, I felt like, talking about Greg and, like, his emotion, the fact that he's so subdued. I'm like, this was Greg being emotional and yeah. having, like, more layers to him. I'm like, why are we not seeing <laughs> that with Katie? Actually. Yeah. Press. And, like, once that, once that opens, once that onion opens and starts peeling back, it doesn't, it, like, you just, we're, I think, we're like you said earlier, we're going to start seeing more of this um, rumble out of Greg become louder and more um, yeah. intense, maybe. Yeah. We'll I also love... There, I've, I've been joking that I need to start like a folder on my phone. So there are some amazing photos floating around of Connor B and Greg. Yeah. So there, there's like such a brooding the bromance there. They're like they're always like snuggled up on the couch. I just love it because usually like after the bachelorettes, you know, after the bachelor seasons, you see all of the girls out like on these like trips mm -hmm. together, and they always bond together. We don't see quite the same dynamic with the guys. I mean, a lot of them are friendly, mm -hmm. but this is, like, next level. Like, I just, I love it. I feel like regardless what happens with the end of the season, I think, I, I really like the guys on this season, yeah. even though there are obviously always some outliers. But um, I just love seeing the connections with them. It's, it's been kind of a fun, unexpected twist for the season, I think. Yeah, I, I do agree that the some of these guys are really nice and refreshing. Um, they're not as... Um, recruited feeling as some of the past yeah 
uh, yeah. has felt. And on that note, one of my favorites is is Andrew S. I know people, some you either I like love him, him. Or you don't like him. Love him. I love him. Um, and I really loved this date that they went on. Yes. I loved I, it. I was complaining about it at first. I don't like it. And I part. think it, <laughs> you don't like the, well, no, I was complaining <laughs> because I was like, I was like, what are you guys doing to Andrew S giving him half a date? Because like, usually they spend all day mm-hmm. doing an activity and then they have the, the evening part where they have dinner. So I really wanted to see a timeline because I was like, if you guys shorted Andrew S yeah. on his date time, yeah. then I want a refund because I feel like we should get a half another date with him next week because we've been waiting for this date. Yeah. Um, so, so that was, I came in, I came in hot, but then I kind of settled in because it was cute and I'm like, okay, I can deal with this. But yeah, I was like, what are they? I thought they were going to have people jump out at them in the woods or something. I was like, I don't want to like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want them to like go through this Blair Witch Project experience in the middle of the woods. That so. was my first thought, too. I thought, have, that, have they never seen a horror movie? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I flipped my note, but we didn't we didn't talk about that Hunter got the group. Oh, yes. Those. Yes. I would talk about mad. I was so mad. I felt like this has to be a producer choice because, mm-hmm. I mean, I think she had – like some big, like she she had this Andrew S group date, not group date, uh, Andrew S one on one date. She had the one on one date with Blake, where she gave. So like she has like some of her major guys that she's already given roses to, and then she like you know she's gonna give a rose to Greg, you know she's gonna give a rose to Michael A. So I mean I just yeah. feel like she kind of had enough of the people that she knew she wanted to give roses to. I don't think she really had someone she had to give it to there, and I think they probably were like, well you know what he really was so committed to it and blah, blah, blah. I feel like they encouraged her to do it. And she was just like, okay, because there's like, it just makes no sense for her to give it to him otherwise, because like looking at it, like based on his act, like what he did, his actions and how much she really likes Michael A. I'm so surprised she did it. I I just feel like she just kind of caved at whatever they pushed her to do. That's the all, that's the only way it makes sense in my head because otherwise I just, it doesn't make sense because she was so protective of Michael A. So I don't know, but like Hunter thinks it's like significance is like up here. It's like, I'm going places, you know, it was everybody in the house was on this date except for two people. So getting the group date rose is like getting the last thing I'm going to be proposing. Like he is like, he's, he's going to be insufferable Yeah, insufferable, which I think it's going to be, yeah, I think that's going to be what helps to trigger her picking up on some other vibes because it kind of carries forward into the like at the end where they have the rose ceremony and like, it totally carries into his attitude to how he approaches the evening we'll talk about that when we get to it but yeah um, a lot but yeah so he gets, the group date, he gets the group date rose and then it cuts to her going on a date with andrew s and i'm not sure what the timeline is on that um like you yeah. said you uh, You'd have to go back and say, did they short him or something? But they do end up going into this, um, like, tree of lights. And it's got all these hanging lights and envelopes. And he has to lift her up and has them. They have to read it and do these fun little activities together. Yeah. I would have been petrified to walk through the woods in the dark. Even with to get to that my point. husband. Uh, my husband's yeah. a big guy. He's six foot four. 200 something pounds. He's a big guy. 
I wouldn't even walk. I, we go camping and hiking and all that kind of stuff, but once it gets dark, we're at the tent. Like, we're you're, you're staying put. Yeah. No. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. And I have pets I... for pets. Like, no. <laughs> I'm not doing that. So. No. No, no, no. It ended up being, like, really beautiful scenery. So, and. Yes. Um. They have, um, they talk about their signature dance moves and their perfect Sunday, their perfect day is Sunday. And yes, um, she's a huge fan of brunch, which you're a huge fan of Sunday brunch. Um, yes. Uh, I'm not a big breakfast eater, so I, I probably would do brunch, but I, I always end up just eating lunch. <laughs> My husband is a big brunch eater. Um, yeah. They I thought this was a cute day. Because they just, like, were all these, like, it was almost like these, like, little, like, get-to-know-you things, but in, like, little bites. And it was just kind of, like, a cute little this or that kind of prompt for them. And it was, like, interactive because to get to it, he had to pick her up and, like, and I, I keep forgetting to look and see how tall she is because she is not very tall. Um, and no. so next to, and like all these guys, she looks so short. And so he's like you know, shoving <laughs> her up, you know, to reach and she's like grabbing for the cards. Um, and so it was just like a cute, like excuse for them to interact in kind of a fun way. Um, I, wish I liked it. More of that. Yeah. Like less of that group date and more of this date. Yeah. It was, it was like, I loved every moment of this, like from mm -hmm. their little exchange here to when they sit down, you know, and they're having a conversation about sort of their lives and their backgrounds and all that. Um, you know, I just, I enjoyed watching them interact a lot. I, I was worried because yeah. I really liked Andrew S. I'm always worried yeah. when there's like someone like that that you've just been waiting and waiting. I'm like, oh, is it going to be a bust? You know, are they going to like start talking? Because you, like, you can tell who she's more into. And so I was like, you know, it's going to be easy to pick up on when they're like talking if she's really into him. And I'm like, she, this is going great. I was like so happy. Um, so I thought they had such a great conversation. And I, I thought it was interesting. I learned, I guess it was today that I saw that clay. Yeah. Har is it Harbor? Yeah. I, they're yeah. related, they're which I thought was interesting. Yeah, yeah. Didn't know that. So that was kind of I a fun tidbit. I was like, Hey, I need to make, um, make sure I tell Laura that um, they are cousins. They're related. They yeah. play football. He plays in Austria, and then, of course, Clay played here in the U.S. Yes, yes. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And, and we learned that Andrew S.'s father was incarcerated, and, like, yeah. and like I thought that was so powerful, like, him talking about, you know, the importance to him of family based on that, you know, yeah. that experience and, lear like, learning from, you know, kind of his the way his parents – approach things and like there were things that he would do differently and how that's really kind of given him a lot of perspective and she yeah. talks a little bit again about we've heard some of her stories about her past and she talks about how you know she's learned as well from her parents so I just I just love the two of them together like I, I just this whole date because you, not only do they talk about their past and learning from their past but they talk about their future and what that could look like yeah. and this is a kind of conversation that we are not often privy to and so they talk about the um the concept of an interracial marriage and biracial children yes. what that really means as a white woman and what that could mean taking on and um and having to raise children that are biracial and and katie's response to that is is genuinely kind and sweet and endearing um 
and and she admits she's naive and a lot of us are and we have to we have to admit that when 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 Mm -hmm. we're confronted with it and i think it was very um perceptive of him to say this up front like this is a real thing that you need to consider when Mm -hmm. you're entering into a relationship with somebody who's of a different race you have to consider what the the future will be like for your children or for yourself and i yeah. think that's a real conversation that people don't realize have to happen so I, I thought that was great that they showed that um yes i was gonna say not only that it happened but that they showed it because i you know you have to think for all of the times where they've had you know they've had situations where it would have been an interracial relationship if it were to have you know moved forward and i know we have like you know obviously rachel and brian we had that situation but like we never, we never saw that exchange with the two of them. Like, did it happen? Maybe. I'm sure it probably did, knowing Rachel. But we didn't see it. So I, you know, I love, one, that it happened, and two, that they let, yeah, that they let us yeah. see it. Because I think that that's important to see. And I think that that's something that, you know, for, for me to really feel like a relationship like that is going to last, like, I think that's important to see. And I think, you know, they made it clear that I think both of them have I think you know are comfortable with it and have thought through those things which I appreciated so yeah if you can't have that kind of conversation then you maybe need to think about should you be dating Mm -hmm. are you mature enough to be dating if you can't have that kind of conversation and so I thought that that was great that they showed it and I thought her response was was a very it was a really pretty worded response um that our love can be beautiful no matter what um the world around us thinks so yeah thought yeah. that was no great. I loved it and I um like you I'm always worried that my one of my favorites isn't going to get the rose but he does in fact get a rose thank goodness so he stays Woohoo! <laughs> I'm um he's I hope he's I hope he's I hope we get to meet his like, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm curious to see how hometowns go this season. Like, I feel like they're still going to have to have the families come to them. Or, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know. Either they're going to make them quarantine um, at hometowns before. Because, you know, if you're vaccinated, yeah. then the risk is very low. As long as you're not um, overexposing yourself or... Um, yeah. In, in one of those categories where you can't get get vaccine, but um, I'm not yeah. a doctor. I'm not a medical professional. I know. <laughs> um, so I'm just curious to see if they change their stance at all this season versus last, or if it's a similar in, kind of approach, or I don't know. In the promos, it looks like they go somewhere. Does it? Yeah, it looks like they're, it kind Maybe. of looks like they're walking down halls, and, and they're a little bit, but they could just be traveling on location, like on the property yeah so i guess we'll find out but i i want i want andrew us to make it at least to hometowns like i just yeah. i i like him i want to meet i'll meet his family i just i don't want to i don't want to lose him too soon yeah i don't want to lose him too soon um so no, i'm curious to see sort of what happens around a while i don't know if i do think so too I think, so. I think he stays a while yeah. um um but yeah they, uh, the, the next place that we're at is the cocktail party, and I have a note of loud ice again. <laughs> it's loud ice again. Um, it's, so, it's been a consistent thing this whole season. I don't know what it is because, I mean, it's not like they've, ne- they've, they've not had drinks with ice in them mm-mm. before. Or I don't know what it is. 
I don't I don't know what it is. I, and I feel like they've had, like, the guy leads often have, like, do they just drink the liquor straight and not have ice in it? Like, I have, I want to go back and, like, watch other seasons because now, like, every time it happens, I'm like, what, what's been happening? Why is it just this season? Uh, I'm know. not sure. I know that, um, I, I've mentioned earlier, if you watch Katie's feed, or I don't know if, if she does it as much now, but she, you know, is a like a drinks connoisseur, kind of, and so mm-hmm. she'll make like, fun drinks, and um, maybe she's just like hers really cold. Mm. I don't know, but one of the other guys, I think, I think it was James, he had a drink as well later on, and yeah. you could hear the ice rattling around huh. in his as well, and I thought, I think it's just their microphones because, again, with Hunter and his um, and his sniffles, I think they're just not editing it out. I think this is on the sound guy. Mm. So yeah, I don't know. It's not on. It's not on Hunter. It's not on Katie or or anybody holding the ice. It's on the sound guy. It's all on the sound guy. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so. It's so frustrating that it keeps happening. It's like it doesn't need you know to happen that way, but. No. Oh, well. But we're at the cocktail party, and um, I think Justin is there. He steals her, and he gives her, like, some game with two choices. And It's like, yeah. It, it's, I think it's, it was a cute idea, um, but I kind of was, like, watching going, eh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but she accidentally says no sex for a year, and I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> um, and then she's like, no, wait, I said that wrong. <laughs> I'm supposed to be just kidding, girl. But you can be sex positive and not have sex. Um, this is true. And then uh, this is where Hunter um, puts his circle around Katie again, and he's like, she's mine. Yes. And it's it's James and Justin that are talking, not James and Connor. That's what my notes say. Um, mm-hmm. That he's mad. They're both really mad that Hunter has, like, gone and set up this little mini date. And I'm not really mad about that. If you if you're th- make the effort. He made the effort. He set up a mini date. Maybe the producers did it. I don't know. Oh, the, produ- the producers enable any of those mini dates. So right. if that happens, they have to give you permission. Not only do they have to give you permission, they have to set it up. So they have to really be behind it. Right. So they love the fact that they knew the guys were already annoyed, that he'd <laughs> already gotten the group date rose, and they're like, we're going to make the ladies really mad because we're going to do this. And they totally did that. And, you know, the, like they don't, like essentially they don't, the guys don't get to talk to her if the producers aren't okay with it. So the fact that he has time with them with her at all is because the producers are allowing right. it. So they they definitely were like all for ruffling all the feathers with with Hunter this time around. Wow. Those are excellent points. Yeah. So he made his mark and she sat with him and and then I think James comes up and is- Oh my gosh, James all black with like the the necklace. Yeah. That was a lot of that was a lot of look. It was, it, um, his hair was quite, slick. Um, slick. It looked, like, very gelled. It was a lot of gel in that, uh, hair. Um, I, you know, you're blonde like me. My hair is dark, my hair's much darker than it was back in high school, but when you have light-colored hair, you can't just put that much gel in it. 
No. See all that. It's not. It's not cute. It doesn't end up it's just looking like that slick, wet look. It just looks kind of greasy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he was he was emphatic that he was gonna get his time, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and the other guys are like all for it. Like, go for it. Go for it. They just wanted someone to interrupt Hunter, you know. Not them though. Yeah. But he does, and um, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think Hunter comes back, doesn't he? At this yeah. Point, he had to get up and take care of the puppy. So. Yeah. He comes. Um, he's like, no, I set this date up. It's happening. Like he comes yeah. back. I think that's what I heard, and um, by the time I came back, I'll, you'll have to fill me in on what happens, because by the time I come no. back, he's being confronted by Trey again. Which... They're all just frustrated because they're like, you know what, you already, you already, like, you know, the usual, they have, like, the perspective that they're like, you know what, you already have the rose, so you're taking away time from people here who are trying to get their chance at a rose. But, it, like, the truth is, is that it's so rare that they really come into a rose ceremony not knowing what they're going to do. Like, the the yeah. cocktail party usually doesn't really make a significant difference. Um, but I know, like, for the guys who were there that have had very little time with her during the week, it's kind of, like, the only thing they're getting after waiting around for a week to talk to her. So that's, like, I think the real kicker is they're, like, you know, they feel like that they've lost their chance to plea their case to stay another week, whether it matters or not. Well, I mean, at that point, you kind of had time. You had the date, and you had the dinner part of the date. If you didn't make your impression and make the producers want to set time aside for you, yeah, then sorry, um, sorry, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um, I'm not condoning like some of Hunter's behavior, but if you're gonna um. Make your impressions, then make your impressions. Cause now's the time, because it's gonna start. She only let I think it was like three go this time, but it's really gonna start whittling back, um, moving forward, and mm -hmm. you you're gonna have to stick out, especially if they're gonna do this this thing where they bring people in. Yep. You need to stick out. I mean, who knows if they're gonna bring someone else in, right? I mean, just because they've already brought in one doesn't mean that there's not gonna be more. Right. Seems to be their favorite thing right now, so, you know. Um, so, let's see. So, that's, I mean, that's kind of it. Yeah. Right? That's the big um, thing. They, yeah, they don't do much more at the rose ceremony. Because um, Katie comes in and says, okay, well, it's time. Um, right. Or Caitlin. Caitlin comes in with her, I think, and... We have three that go into the rose ceremony with roses. We've got Blake and Hunter and Andrew S. Right. And so that leaves Greg, Aaron, Michael A., Connor B., James B., or a.k.a. Box Guy, Justin, who I call facial expressions. You need to start folding. He has the them. best. The best face. I, I just need them to do a montage at the guys tell all or the after the rose of just they probably like they gotta do it. I would be I would not be surprised if they did because like and I think he's been really shocked. Like he's been commenting on like the fact that this <laughs> has been such a thing. Like, can you imagine you go on the show and you're just like minding your own business? I mean, it's just kind of like when Olivia Caridi was on the show and then all of a sudden they're like with her mouth and everything. <laughs> I think she just. Like, she was like, I d 
didn't realize that I looked like that. Like, that's just my face. That's just what I do, you know? So, like, how weird, how weird, like, I mean, I'm sure there are certain mannerisms that I have. I'm sure there are some that you have that, like, Mm -hmm. if someone was videotaping you, if they were to pick up on and wanted to make it a thing, they could make it a thing. So, I think it's just so funny that he's just kind of like, I can't believe the face, you know? I love it. (laughs) I love it, too. You got Courtney with a Q and um, Trey and Josh and Andrew M and Brendan, I think. I think that's everybody. Brendan is the guy that I always forget, and then they finally say his name. I'm like, yeah. that's what What's it is. I can't. I, I can never remember his name. I always think he's gone, and then he turns up again, and I'm like, oh yeah, you're still here. That's, uh, that's Andrew M for me. Uh, and that's and, uh, he's also that. Yeah. And uh, Josh, I had to go look up his name. I was like, who is that guy? He's I always forget Josh, time. too. Um, yeah. And, of course, Courtney, we know because of his, well, he's, I think he's quite attractive, but um, his name is uniquely spelled, which always yes. stuck out to me as somebody who yes. has the same name as so many other girls our age. So, yes, yes. Nice, but, um, I'll let you go over who gets what because yeah. a little distracted. Um, we have a seven-month puppy who was, like, at this point, tearing into um, our older puppy's toy, and it was oh no, it was it was some drama, some puppy drama. Yeah. Well, she no, so we end up puppy, so she's like stop. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well, we ended up with Josh going home, who we. We're saying we don't remember a ton of from the season. He's 25, an IT consultant from Miami, Florida. Uh, Courtney goes home. He is a nutrition entrepreneur. And I think Courtney is has got to be going to be on Bachelor in Paradise. He I feel has like we will be. see him. He's very handsome. Yeah. And He's I got that, like, like kind of suave. He was. Yeah, right? I'm like, that's interesting. He was freaking out when Thomas came. I think it was Thomas approached him. He was like, I'm just. Yes. And he was giving him, like, very calm, very, like, he was clearly, I was thinking to myself, he's got to be some kind of trainer, because he's talking to him like a coach would talk to somebody. Yeah, yeah, I I can totally envision him by the beach in Mexico, like, working out by the pool, like, he's going to fit right in with the guys, it's going to happen, we will see him again, and I, I think he will, like, he did fine with Katie, but I think he's going to be great for Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. So I hope we see him the there. And then Andrew. Yeah, I do think so, too. And then um, Andrew M. also went home. Who, like, I don't know. I, I, we didn't see a ton of him this season. I don't know if we'll see him on Bachelor in Paradise. But I think out of those three, Courtney is a shoe-in. So that was kind of the season we see the dramatic promo. Um yeah. I think it's going to be a very interesting season. Every time they, they do the promo at the end of the week, I'm always like, oh, oh, you know. So I just, I'm curious to see kind of what happens. I'm curious, to, I'm always curious to find out, like, what actually happens in the end. Obviously, we've seen so many different ways the seasons have played out over all of the different, you know, years. So yeah. just because there's an end doesn't necessarily mean there's going to be a proposal or that there can't be some wild card, something that happens. So I don't know. We've seen all kinds of random variations on that. So I'm curious to see what happens. Yeah. And I like it when they don't necessarily get engaged, even if they get engaged, they don't necessarily get married right away. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Relationships take time to develop. And just because you're in this bubble, 
you know, that reality TV likes to say, well, it, it hastens the pace. Okay, well, you still takes time to develop these layers that you need on the, for the foundation. Mm -hmm. And so you have, like, Joelle and um, Aaron. Well, it's not Aaron. <laughs> it's his brother. <laughs> but he just I know, I know exactly what you meant. <laughs> his brother did just get, Aaron did just get engaged to um, Shane No, Lee. they got married. They yeah, got married. They had a really short engagement. Um, they were, like, all in on it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, she's taken, they've taken their time, and, and they've built a foundation, and they've built their careers, and they're working on that first. And I think that's a great way to go. And so, like you said, it doesn't yeah. have to end, end in marriage. It, it can end in engagement. It can end in a relationship. Um, we've seen it end a lot of different ways. And yeah, I think it could go, with, with this group of guys, it could go anyway. Like, any of yeah. Those I'm um, very curious to see how it plays yeah. out. Um, so I guess we could talk a little bit about some Bachelor news. So I did read an interesting article on Marie Claire about Greg. Um, it says that he was actually one of 15 guys, like, I guess that were in the final running to be on Claire's season and was ultimately not selected. So I thought that was interesting. I know I saw something that was like he was a one of the very few pullovers, and I was like, "What does that mean?" Yeah, I guess that's what that means. Yeah, yeah, I guess it just means they had already kind of slotted the guys he was further down the list, and they just pushed him into the next season. I can't see him at all with Claire, so no. like I'm glad that they yeah. didn't do that. I think that wouldn't have been as interesting. Um, he minored in gender studies, which I thought was interesting because that just doesn't—I don't know—doesn't give me that vibe. But thought that was interesting. Um, what is most interesting and the reason why I wanted to share this article is apparently, and I did remember sort of seeing this somewhere that he had pursued a career in acting. Um, and so yeah. there's been rumblings about like, is that why he went on the show for exposure, blah, blah, blah. Cause I think he's the one, if I remember correctly, I was talking about earlier where like an ex went on TikTok talking about how that he wasn't, like he's not authentic and blah, blah, blah. He's not ready. I think it was Greg. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. Um, which I was kind of like, whatever. But um, but like the fact that he has this background in it, okay. He attended acting school, so like not just that he wanted to do it, but like he was really, really going hard on it. Okay, go a step further. He apparently deleted like different posts on his Instagram specifically that referenced that, so that that wasn't like out there. Wow. That makes me a little suspicious. So I don't know. I like Greg. I think they have a good vibe. That makes me that makes me cautious. That makes me cautious about him because I'm like, that's not only someone who has that layer to them as a person, but that's someone plotting to hide. That's just yeah. uh, that's a little it's a little that, something. That makes sense that he can be so flat. He yeah, can, he's like, like he can pull it in and and be poised yeah. or poised. Yeah. Um, yes. Because he's practiced in that. He's got a poker face. Yeah. So I was like, that is very interesting. Unlike so, Justin, who has no poker face. No poker face. Mm -mm. He's all, he's all face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, all expression. Yeah. Um, uh, I also read an interesting interview with Elise, uh, I think her last name is Dearborn from Colden Season. Um, you know, she was just talking about, they were talking to her a little bit where she was saying that, you know, she was, 
you know, supportive of him and his big announcement and just saying that she wished some of the decisions that he had made prior um, to that coming out hadn't happened, that she supports her girls and obviously didn't wish that, you know, people hadn't been so hurt in the process of him coming out. Um, but I like that she added that she was so over being on the show when she decided to, like, peace out and leave that when she decided to leave, she left clothes behind in Thailand because she packed so quickly because she's just like, get me out of here, I'm done. Um, and she's like, and if we're going to talk about regrets, you know, doing my hair and putting on a white dress was probably a little, you know, food for the Twitter to go crazy. Uh, truthfully, I told one of the producers, I said, if I'm going out and I look good doing it because I've, you know, I've got to get broken up with when I have on mascara, like running down my cheeks and, you know, I'm in sweatpants. No, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave feeling good. Because <laughs> so, I remember she was wearing that white dress and people were like, why does she look like she's, like, think she's going to a wedding? Like, so... Anyway, I just thought that was a funny interview to come across because I don't know if you saw, did you see the photo shoot um, that yeah, Colton yeah. shared? Ah, uh, well, he's been working that, That's for sure. That was, that was something. Well, it was interesting because he posted the picture because he's been like, I don't know, he's always had this like vibe to him that he's, you know, he was like, you know, saving himself for marriage and he uh -huh. always yeah, had this like, this whole like aura to him. And like, he is like, you know, instead he's just like, F the show, blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's like, it's been a sharp turn. It's been a yeah. lot to digest. Like, I am all for people being their authentic self and, you know, kind of, you know, being comfortable with who you are. I don't love that, you know, he has this background of, like, all these allegations of being a stalker. But putting that aside, like, let's focus on him, like, leaning into his sexuality. Okay. Like, you know, fine for him to be who he is. But, like, it's just, I don't, I, I just didn't need to see the images, I guess. Like, I don't know. And then, like. <laughs> He's like sharing them in one way. And I don't know if you saw the version that the photographer shared, but they were a little bit more like in your face. And it was just it a was lot. Bold. It was bold. Yeah. It was in dark, I don't know. dark contrast to the image that he started with. Yeah. On, um, the Bachelor. And, and yes. that they cultivated and that they, they really pushed hard. And then... To have this image come out is it's it's very different. Um, like you said, I'm all for you being your authentic self. And if this is him, that's great. I'm I'm glad that he is able to be free of the reins that that confined him yeah. to that previous label and that previous cultivated image. Um, and it is going to take some getting used to on our part to see him in this new image. And so, yeah, it's uncomfortable for those of us who are so used to that other image. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a different look. And, um, I, like I said, he's been working out. I'm not, yeah. I'm not mad to look at it. Um, you know, he's not on the table for us, us women, but yeah, no, I couldn't decide if it was like, I couldn't decide if he was like, you know, trying to really make kind of that departure. You know, you have like the, you know, child actors and actresses who are like, they got to find their role where they're like, you know, now I'm this edgy adult, you know, whatever. So it just kind of felt like, is he just trying to like have that moment where he has this clean break where he can be like, you know, you guys thought of me this way and now I'm doing this. Like, I, I, I couldn't tell if it was that or if it was just, I don't know. Like, I, that, that's the only way I could really kind of interpret it because I mean he has really kind of started to distance himself from the show um there was all of the allegations we talked about last week with um with all of it coming out around different people from the bachelor nation universe who have taken who took these like ppp loans the, the twenty thousand dollar loans 
yeah. um, out, you know, and, and like took it from the pot from other businesses, whatever, like that may have needed the money more, like whatever, like for whatever term. I mean, they did meet the terms, obviously, as set out or they couldn't have gotten it. But, you know, he was really kind of annoyed. I think that he was getting looped in with this whole bachelor yeah. discussion because he's just kind of like, I'm out, like I'm done with you guys. Just leave me alone. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it just, it seemed interesting timing that it was right up against that. And he's just kind of like, PS, I'm done, you know, but (laughs) yeah, yeah. He's like, look at me. I'm in black and white. I'm chiseled. I'm done. Like, you know, it's like, I don't know. It was just interesting timing, but, um, it'll be interesting to see what comes for him next. I mean, obviously he has the, like, it's confirmed, right? The Netflix show that he's got coming out, like the whole, um, thing about, do you know about that? Like it's, I forgot yeah. what it's called. Yeah, but it's all. No, the, I, don't um, I think it's the name. I don't either. But but I, I think it's a done deal. Like I think they've filmed it already. I think. Yeah. But um, I know that people are upset about it because why should he get um, a documentary and um, get to have this more, fifteen more minutes of, of fame when um, people go through this. Um, journey all the time and they don't have as much access and resources as he maybe did and then he while he had all that access and resources like you said was participating in these other activities of stalking and um mm-hmm. or, uh, accused activities of um whatever i can't remember all of the um the list of things that the main thing was like the, the allegations that he put like the tracking device on her yeah. car and he yeah. was like standing outside her door, all these different things. I mean, I know it's like allegations, but it's allegations that I think for us as viewers of the show, to me, I totally believe based on how he was on the season with her. So, I mean, that's just my perception, but like, if you're, it's just hard. Yeah. If you have a big secret like that, um, and I'm not condoning or excusing his behavior, yeah, I, I can see where you might be so um, wanting to keep that so tight that you might want to keep the people so tight to you that you want to track yeah. and yeah. where they're yeah. going to make sure that you know where everybody is at all times. Like you, you want to control that secret to that extent, and um, maybe now that it's out, he can let that go. Um, yeah, let that behavior go with it. If that was something that he he was doing. Um, because I don't want to say anything about people I don't know, but um, yeah. If, yeah. like the jumping over the fence and running after somebody is indicative of a behavior. Of yes, um, so don't know. Yeah, so, so and she, you know, would have been picture perfect of that mold. Um, but yeah, yeah it. I, I hope he's able to live freely as himself and not. Um, We'll see if that documentary comes out and shows us how how he goes from that that cultivated image that we saw to what we're seeing now on those images. Yeah, um, it's interesting. The, the chiseled black and white. Um, but yeah, yes. I don't oh know gosh. if I saw his images or the photographers because what I saw was pretty um, impressive. It, yeah, it's just funny. Like, um, my, my friend Samantha sent it to me. Like, she, whenever she sees something Bachelor related, if she thinks I might not have seen it, like, I'll wake up in the morning. She'll, she'll like, text me things, like, really late at night, and I'll wake up in the morning at, like, 6 a.m., and I'm like, so that, that's what, I woke up at 6 a.m., and she had, like, <laughs> messaged me these photos, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what is going on? This is what like, you I, wake up to? Wow. 
Yeah, I'm like, my eyes are not, like, ready for that yet. Yeah. I was like, okay. So that was kind of interesting. But, yeah, I think that was kind of the highlights for the week. I don't know if you saw anything else that I missed. I saw that the Raven and Adam got married. Oh, yes. Yes, they did. And that the twins were born. That, um, but I oh, think yes. that was, like, kind yeah. of a, a little bit ago. But I, I'm maybe ago. behind on that. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Raven, finally, they, I think it was, like, last Wednesday that they got married. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw, I saw, I think, one of the photos. I'm trying to think what I saw I've only about seen, it. I think they've only maybe released one where they're outside in front of some steps. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't think I even, I, I meant to look and see, like, who, if there was anybody from the show there or whatnot. I don't know who, I hadn't really seen who attended it, if it was a small gathering of families or if it was, you know, cause like, typically the it people that get married from the show, it's like sometimes can be a I gathering. What the headline that I saw, it was, it was pretty small. Um, it wasn't yeah. anything, um, it, by, Massive. by that, um, group's standards. Um, yeah. Because I think they okay. delayed it and delayed it and delayed it because of the pandemic. And I think they were just done delaying it. And so. Mm -hmm. But there's been a handful of those. Our standards. Now. Yeah. I, I, my wedding, we had like 50 people there. And I consider that big. Um, if we had that many, but. I'm trying to remember. I think we had 75, 80. Yeah. Maybe. I was like, I'm not trying not to have a lot of people there. That many. Yeah. Yeah. We paid, we were. We were we paid for ours. My, my dad had long since passed away when I got married to my husband, mm-hmm. so I paid for mine. <laughs> like, yeah, like don't want to feed y'all. <laughs> it's expensive. Yeah, it's it's so it's so funny because I feel like I I don't know if you feel the same way, but like when I would go to weddings in Alabama, like before I went to college, I'd never been to a wedding where people fed you dinner. Right. So like. So then all of a sudden I'm going places and I'm like telling my parents, I'm like, people give you meals at weddings. Like I just, I remember, I, that, that, I remember being in college and like going to weddings like that. And I was like, who does this? I was just completely floored. I didn't know. I, was just, I thought that was something that was in movies, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we, so we did not, we, I won food from, I, Sarah had entered me into my sister at, at like one of these bridal shows to win catering for your wedding. And I incidentally won catering, and that's how my guests got fed. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, and she... That's a, that's a good prize. Yeah, and she ended up um, having to go to the caterer and pretend to be me to, like, sign the documents because I had to go to work, um, and I could not get out of work. And um, I was like, just go and pretend that you're me. Like, we got to eat. We got to eat. Because <laughs> it was, like, too good to pass up. They're like, you've got to come sign day, or we're going to have to give it to the next person that we called. And I was like, just mm. go and pretend that you're me. <laughs> because so who's going to know? She looks yeah. like me. And so she went and signed and um, picked out the menu. <laughs> and oh, that is me. so funny. That is so funny. I'm not sorry about it. <laughs> but I don't blame you. Yeah, I would totally like, get that too. It was like hors d'oeuvres and stuff. So it wasn't anything crazy, but I'm not sorry. That is too funny. But yeah. Cool. But yeah. Well, anyway, I think that's kind of it for the week and it for all the news. Yeah. Um, 
It was a fun week. I, I really appreciate you coming on to join me and Thanks talk about this week. Absolutely. It was so fun. Well, I hope we have more great things to come this season. I hope that she kind of figures out what's going on with Hunter. And I hope we have some interesting developments with the other relationships. And I hope that this season is as interesting as they've kind of teased it to be. So I guess we will find out a little bit more next week. Um, until then, I guess we will talk with you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Connect with us on Twitter at AcceptThisPod, where we live tweet episodes and share updates on Bachelor News. Also, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and on Google Play. If you love us, take a minute and leave us a lovely five-star review. Nothing makes our day more. We'll talk to you soon.